Welcome to the verse. Allow me to reintroduce myself. My name is Ho. H to the OV. I used to move snowflakes by the OZ. I guess even back then you can call me CEO of the ROC. Ho. Fresh out the frying pan into the fire. I be the music biz number one supplier. Flyer than a piece of paper bearing my name. Got the hottest chick in the game wearing my chain. That's right, ho. Not DOC, but similar to them letters. No one could do it better. I check chatter like a food inspector. My homie Strick told me, dude, finish your breakfast. Welcome to the verse, people. We're back. We're back. Hello, Leslie. Hi, Dare. Yes, yes, yes. Good to be back. Man, you all have made it back to listening to the dopest hip-hop commentary, you know, among all podcasts. Anyway, <clears throat> welcome to The Verse, where we celebrate hip-hop music and culture through our unapologetic opinions and collectively curated playlists. And we've been gone for a minute, but we're back again. Mm-hmm. And what, what did you say this was? Our... <laughs> really? Or, really? Wow. <laughs> I'm calling Dare you. is just mad because I laughed at his laugh earlier. <laughs> I'm making her like point out her her corny uh <laughs> Well, I'm not sure when this will come out, but on the day of recording, it's yes. our anniversary, which I jokingly called our verse anniversary. Yes, it's our verse anniversary. And Dare won't let me live it down. No, it's fine. You it's can't, fine. can't you can't. Here anyway, here we are. I was here last Black Friday for the first time and yes. here again. And it's glad crazy. Back. It, yes, I'm so glad that both of us are back in here. We're going to get into the roots of hip hop, which is wordplay, lyrics, and today we're going to highlight some of our favorite verses. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. since we're called the verse, we should do something right. involving hip hop verses, you know? Yep. So, yeah. And what you just heard was. PSA. Yeah, I mean, who doesn't know that song? Yeah, we just want y'all to jam out in the beginning. Yeah, you Just know? Blaze did his thing with that beat. Ooh. And even the beginning where he made himself sound like a speaker from like I the know. old days. Great touch. It made it sound like it was like he, they were in court or as a politician mm-hmm. speaking to the public. Yep. And um, and then Jay-Z just comes in Barn with us. braggadocio <laughs> Allow me to reintroduce myself. And then the bass drop. Yep. And then he keeps going. So the bass drop doesn't own him. Yep. He owns it. And it's one of the best ever. For sure. So Seeing it live is an incredible experience. I bet it's nothing but goosebumps. Exactly. All the rocks in the air is great. (laughs) So great. So, yeah, that verse right there, it's it's tough, actually, uh, when it comes to Jay-Z's verses. Mm Mm-hmm. Because his verses all have, there's they all have this dynamism. Like, is that a word? Uh, yeah, good question. I know you're I know. you're trying to say dynamic, right? Right. They're all dynamic. Right, and they they have this incredible way of meaning multiple things. Um, yeah, he loves his double entendres. I mean, yes, he's a business man. man. <laughs> that alone, right? Yeah. Um, and he does it a lot in this verse too. Mm-hmm. Um, but you all just heard it. We're not really gonna break it down. 
that's not really what we do because we're not rappers. And we don't have <laughs> right. a rapper here to help us break it down. I mean, we'll talk about things we like in the mm-hmm. verse, but, you know, not going to break down the science. It's more nostalgia-driven than anything else. 100%. So take a ride with us down memory lane as we cover, like, the, the last, like, however many years these songs that we chose that we like. <laughs> you saying it like you know the years of all these songs, do you? I, I do not. Um... It's not talking something. real bold right now. I mean, it is memory lane. Like for most, for, well, not all of them. Not all of them are memory lane. But right. you know, I don't think that we went further than twenty years. I think, Mm-mm. I think we're definitely within the last twenty years. Yeah, for sure. Especially since we're about to come up on twenty twenty. That's happening real fast. Oh, we're about to life comes at you fast, boy. Man, you telling me? <laughs> <laughs> Scorpio season's over. It is. It is. <laughs> and We're fully in Sag season now. For real, for real. And anyway, so uh, so what's going to happen is Leslie picks some songs, and then I pick some songs. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Leslie's the first lady of the Verse podcast, so I'm going to let her, like, well, not, I'm not going to let her do nothing. She gonna just. Do I it. love that correction. Yep. yep. <laughs> yeah. Don't know why I let me do shit. Yeah. Yeah. I'm with that. <laughs> um. So she 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 went with Lil Wayne on on a. On a yeah. I mean, honestly, I won't say that I have some great affinity for this song. Mm-hmm. Um. Just what he did with it was dope. But I was thinking back, and I'm like, when I was younger, I loved a Millie. Yeah. And listening to it now, I was like. Ugh. It's just so derogatory. Yeah, and and that's, that's and I a can't tough get thing. into it. I can't big that shit up. As we as we mature as like a people mm-hmm. and as a culture in hip hop, um, we have to be like more self aware, right? And uh, also aware of like the influence. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think a lot a lot of the rappers, like especially the ones that are coming up, uh, a lot of the young guys that I'm loving to hear right mm-hmm. now, like you know, and I'll mention them later. Um, they seem to be very aware of that, some of them. You know what I mean? And, mm-hmm. I, and I appreciate that. And I, I don't think during that time, like, because Amelia was, what, maybe 2008, maybe? Yeah, maybe. Around, around that, that time. time. But between, like, 2006, 2010, mm-hmm. you know, I think there was at that period where they're starting to mature. But, you know, there's a lot of that yeah, in the right. South. What, did you find it? Yeah, oh, wait, you're right. Oh, wait, right. Man, wow, right off the dome. <laughs> <laughs> like you shit earlier, you had to come with it. <laughs> so uh, yeah. yeah, and even I wanted to play uh, his verse in Steady Mobbin, and but it's mm-hmm. so violent and derogatory. And I'm like, although it sounds great when he's delivering it, when we listen to the lyrics, not the best. Right, right. So this one, "Run This Town" from the No Ceilings mixtape, which came out in '09, is just out of his thousand mixtapes. Yeah, exactly. He was very busy during that time period. Yeah. Um, but I mean, I like it because it's really, like you said, braggadocious. Yeah, and him uh, just like Hove and PSA, a lot of spelling happening. Yeah, here which I'm always impressed with. I like when it happens. Spelling on beat, <sighs> yeah. not easy. Yeah, I mean, I think what's the most popular one? I n d e p e n d e n t. Do you know what that beat? Big Crit did it on one of my favorite songs. Just side note, and I'm not going to stay on this tangent, but he, you know, pick yourself up. Uh, he he did it again on one of his verses. That's a great song. People should need to listen to that. If you need any inspirational song. And then there's, song. of course, spelling incorrectly. F-A-B-O-L-O-U-S. <laughs> Not as fabulous. But, you know, I know his fa- name. Fa- fabulous. Exactly. Fa- fabulous. <laughs> fabulous. Anyway, yeah, that's dope. Yeah, I mean, yeah, he 
he spelled his name because, you know, I guess fabulous is. I mean, it's great trademarking, I guess, or yeah, brand awareness, that. I should say. Yeah, I'm with that. I'm with that. Um, but yeah, so. Which this verse is this one? Is this just the first verse? Yeah. Okay. I see what you're talking about there. Yeah, I mean, it's, I love how he managed to throw in the New Orleans coroner's name in there and keep it moving. Like, that's so creative. Yeah, I mean, this was early on, too. This wasn't during the time that, like, right now, mm-hmm. you know, he was setting the bar. Mm-hmm. And I think that's why, like, when he started saying I'm greatest rapper and stuff and then I heard some of his songs, I was like, you know what, he can he can say that, yeah. you know? Uh, because, you know, you got to feel that way anyway. Uh, it is a competitive field. And like, to do it so often like we said he was really working his time and the bar was consistent mm-hmm. and people are rapping like him now mm-hmm. you chance know? always credits Lil Wayne as 100%. his reason for rapping mm-hmm. chance is sounded a lot like him when he came out mm-hmm. about a lot of his early stuff for sure it's definitely showing some homage there uh yeah no I'm I'm so glad you put Lil Wayne in I mean I grew up listening to him mm-hmm. so I'm I'm with it I just couldn't really choose a song yeah you know I mean we even talked about like ones that are so corny but so good <laughs> yeah <laughs> like lollipop yeah like you know like ah, yeah the know. whole latex latex yeah. i love that line <laughs> but rapper. i hate that song yeah. so i didn't choose it <laughs> so i rapper <laughs> yeah like we got it yeah got so it. <laughs> you, you guys have heard that song unfortunately i mean not unfortunately but you hear it it was all over the radio made him a lot of money i'm sure 100 yeah um but uh yeah so <sighs> If you know, you know. Uh, Pusha T. Pusha T. I love this album. It's I was, was mad at album? Kanye when it came out, but I mean, and I still like now. I'm just done with him, but that's a whole different. Oh, you talking about, for another you day. Talking about Kanye? Yeah, yeah. Because it's, it's hard, hard Kanye enough. produced this album. Oh, which album? Daytona. Oh, this was off. Of, this was off of Daytona. Mm-hmm. Daytona was a hard push for me because of what was happening with Kanye. Do you see what you did there? Hard push, push a T. Yeah, look at okay, you. Okay, look right. at you picking up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Pun intended. So, right. um, but yeah, it was because I mean, I guess you know the picture, you know, being like when he's in the bathroom and yeah, and then him giving stories about the Wyoming trip and mm-hmm. like what he did, and I was just, I was just re- really like on, and then I was on edge about about Kanye, and then also what he did with kids see ghosts and I was like man this is not getting better Mm -hmm. you know what I mean because I feel you know I know you're not but I'm a big fan of Kid Cudi Mm -hmm. I thought Kid Cudi's sound was 808 and Heartbreaks Mm -hmm. I didn't think it was Kanye's sound I thought it was 100% Kid Cudi's sound Mm -hmm. and um, and I feel like he innovated kind of like a sound even though it's kind of sad but it like it spoke to a generation Mm -hmm. you know and I just was it like from that point I was like man I don't know you know what I mean just because I was just I didn't have faith in it Mm -hmm. So I didn't really jump into this album. 
Yeah, I mean, I loved uh, it because Kanye really. Can I, I mean, say I'm a hip hop head if that's the case. I mean, personal opinion. Yeah, <laughs> I liked the album. I liked um, Tiana Taylor's album that he did at that time too. I just wasn't checking for Kanye's work itself. Okay, like yay, let's do it like once, and I was like, yeah, yeah, whatever. I'm just. Not here for it. But it's yeah. not about Kanye. It's about Pusha and Pusha's. Yeah. Pusha's always forever in my heart, man. I'm going to tell you. Cause I mean, the man can rap. He does not fail. Like, he, yeah. he shows up every single time. And that's why I would say it was a hard one for me because I was like, man, I know he's going to come with it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I just was like thinking, I don't know. If I liked it because it was short. It was very digestible. Which okay. is difficult for Pusha because his bars are so intricate. Mm-hmm. So it's good to have a short album from him. And every beat on here was so hard. Um, mm-hmm. But if you know, you know, it's the first song on there. Uh, yeah, I remember that. So it really sets yeah. the tone. Yeah. And uh, I mean, we can play it and we'll talk about it okay. afterwards. I'm waving at you, boy. Ran off on the plug too, like True Goy. Imagine me, dude, boy. You could never do what I do, boy. Still ducking shit that I did, boy. Niggas in Paris for a hit, boy. These ain't the same type of hits, boy. Shit can get litter than lit, boy. You don't take these type of risks, boy. Cause this boy been throwing that D like rich boy, you miss boy. Your numbers don't add up on the blow. That was 10 years ago. If you know, you know. Yeah. If you know, you know. Yeah. He did all that without the beat because he knows like how tight what he's saying is. I was like, no, y'all need to hear this. I appreciate that. I mean, that, the hip boy references, the true boy references, the rich boy reference. Like, no, throwing that D like rich boy. Like, cause that's that was a big hit. Yeah, it was. And he, that was his hit. Like, Niggas in Paris before hit boy. These ain't the same kind of hits, boy. Like, what? <laughs> what? I think having him on your side is like, thank God we have him on our side. Yeah, right. You know, because you just simile king. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Needless to say, more. I mean, I, yeah, that's all I got. Needless I think the first time I heard that song, I was like, whoo, like out loud. Yeah. <laughs> and I was I like mean, at the gym. So and, that was has been thing. doing that for a minute, you know, even when uh, he was with, when him and his brother were rapping together. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, was it Hell Hath No Fury? Mm-hmm. That album was really, really good. Actually, I was missing it and then I wasn't even checking for it. My brother just like, because he was such a Clips fan. He was like, mm-hmm. oh, you got to check this one. And I was like, whoa. It didn't skip a track. Right. You know what I mean? So And you, have, you know it's Pusha because he's doing this with Neptune's beats as well as Kanye beats. So he's not dependent on any one producer. He he actually never really Although, has. I mean, that's great selection, too. <laughs> but I mean, yeah. That, his proximity is really good. Yeah. him being from... You know, close to the same areas that, that you know, Pharrell and the whole, like, Neptune's, mm-hmm. like, thing, they're, where they're from. Yeah. You know, the Virginia area, Virginia Beach, that really, that, that helps. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That, that proximity is big. Right. Um, but for him to end up connecting with, like, with Kanye is, like, is still out of this world to me. Like, how he put him, like, how they connected and he became, like, the whole president of the good music mm-hmm. movement and. And all that stuff is crazy. He had a whole another bar about that and a different song talking about like uh, how how those checks don't bounce, mm-hmm. how endorsement checks don't bounce. I'm like, yep, <laughs> true. Yeah, they don't because they're pushing a lot out of that out of that in, that creative house mm-hmm. that is good, you know. And even like, I mean, there's artists that were on those tours, you know, like uh, thinking about like Goldlink came out of that mm-hmm. tours. Like, Mac Miller was in those tours. Like, there's a lot of artists that are really popping now mm-hmm. 
that came out of that whole creative house, you know? Nice. So shout out to that, man. Push the T. Keep it pushing. I can't believe I just did that. All right, so... um. Not here to judge you. Yes, you are. I'm just here to chuckle. <laughs> I'm just here to chuckle. That is all. <laughs> all right. I'm so glad to be back in here with you. Um, <laughs> no lie, no lie. All right. So taking it back to Chicago because we always have to throw some Chicago in there. No doubt. And this one was my selection right mm-hmm. here. Um, I have been only on these guys for like the last two months. Um, really? Mo- I think it's Philly's been two months hard that I've been like. Just... Oh, you've been like had done like a two month long deep dive, right? Yeah, that's okay. What I mean. Versus like, I... like just being in them into them for the past two months. No, no, oh no, okay. no, it's been longer okay. than that's that. What it sound, that's what it sounded like. That's Thank why you for I had clarifying for the yeah. people. Like, um, no, I've been knowing about Pivot and Saba for mm-hmm. you know years, but and then we also Saba on here before. We have had to, mm-hmm. and then also like Smino is I'm grouping him in there. Mm-hmm. The Midwest hip hop, mm-hmm. and then because he's from St. Louis, right? Mm-hmm. And then um. There's a guy, he's from New York, Coda, the friend, mm-hmm. who kind of has a similar, like, played him out here, too. Sound. Yeah. Yeah, he was, yeah, mm-hmm. a Chicago diner. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, uh, there's just a really great sound that I can just drive to. And, yeah. And I've been driving around a lot, so putting them on. And For sure. I'm noticing that, you know, I appreciate their lyrics and, like, not just Saba, but the pivot, like, how they put in, like, these these 90s references in their song like yeah. Mortal Kombat Jason Statham like all these mm-hmm. things the 90s babies yeah and I appreciate you know we I, I grew up I was a kid I'm a 90s kid 80s mm-hmm. baby mm-hmm. so I actually was a little bit older like seeing these things it's right. kind of cool for them to see like older people they're like older brothers or uncles whatever like appreciate those things and then right. like catching it's just interesting to see you know um and I like the way he uh, puts in a lot of edu- like education still. Like he's still like letting people know something mm-hmm. in a world where hip hop doesn't have to anymore. Like in a way, it's so big to a point where it's like this conveyor belt that just can put out yeah. a lot right Which now. Which I don't like. And and I don't like it either. And that's why I appreciate what he's doing with it, the whole pivot, like what mm-hmm. they're doing, you know, right uh, with their lyrics. They really, I feel like they're really concerned about making art yes. versus just like a check because Saba has been on. I feel like Saba yeah. could have been a much bigger star much earlier if he had made the kind of music that really isn't him, you know, but would have got the check. Mm-hmm. He could have been on TV already doing like crossing over, doing all mm-hmm. that stuff if he wanted. It seems like they were focusing on being a a force within the, the culture. Yeah, and know? it just doesn't seem like the type to leave his people behind. That's exactly what it seems like, mm-hmm. you know. he. I mean, because it's always pivot gang. Yeah, and he and he bleeds on the track too because mm-hmm. you can tell like with the stories that he's had. I forgot the name of the song, but the one where it changes up and he talks about uh, going to the prom and his cousin and going to going to college. And mm-hmm. I forgot the name. It's of the on his album, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, really great story. But the one I chose um, is Gray, and <laughs> I think you got to listen to the whole song to get mm-hmm. the full context of everything. But I got I put like this last part, the last verse really just brings it all together, and the beat changes up to like this really jazzy, scatty yeah. type. Yeah, it's like a special treat if you hang on. Yeah, at you'll the get end, there. Just, yeah, Ooh. and I I can't even break it down like before I even like play it. He just he does put some some cool stuff in there, but we'll listen to it first and then uh, I'll break it down a little bit. Offering the thought for food, offering an art that move. Mm. Carefully editing every word 
everything Gotta be charity Giving my all these melodies Therapy, I keep it thoroughly Pivot the legacy How could you not be moved? I don't give them an option to mm. Don't nobody wanna be great Everybody wanna be seen And nobody wanna be quiet Everything is Everything is Everything is that's just like a little part of that last segment that I like. You know, it's I didn't. The I didn't build want, up. Yeah. Um, and the hook is incredible on that one. Mm-hmm. Um, I like exactly the way he says, like how some of the best art are things that we miss. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So like, listen to the whole thing. Right. Um, and also about the industry. Like he, <laughs> he's like, you know, you know. Walker wanna be driver, driver wanna be like uh, you know. Um, oh, I forgot what he says in in that part of the of the song, um, but he uh, he also brought like I like the psych part of that he puts into the song because mm-hmm. he's using gray because gray is a psychology psychological term. Mm-hmm. Uh, like the gray area of the of the brain, you know gray areas between, between like duality mm-hmm. like you know like right or left and then what's in between is like that gray area so mm-hmm. perception is all about it in that point you know and um, the Greek mythology references in there too I mean yeah I mean well like with, with yeah with Oedipus like mm-hmm. the whole like yeah, I told you motherfuckers like Oedipus because yep. Oedipus <laughs> was like saying that like boys are into their moms and girls are into their dads like mm-hmm. the whole thing like it's crazy how he just threw it in there. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um so you know he's well read. Right. And 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 being able to do that is what I love about lyrics in hip hop mm-hmm. because you can listen to I've listened to hip hop and I've actually it's sent me down all types of like learning rabbit holes. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? For sure. And helped me like remember things that I didn't even, you know. Mm-hmm remember like about, I didn't even know that I learned you know what I mean let's so. talk about sampling like I always go back to mm-hmm. find the original and it just puts you on so much other music exactly you know even like the like going back to the the, the PSA there's a there's a sample in there you know what I mean mm-hmm. there's just um, I think it's like um, what's the it's like from a 1994 song or mm-hmm. something in that one you know and mm-hmm. it's just and they, it, it, that's educational, you know yeah. what I mean? And I think uh, lyrics that can do that are, like, the best, like, artistic invention in For the sure. history of man. <laughs> well, okay, you're really, really into the big statements today. <laughs> I am. I am stepping. I mean, we haven't been here in a while. I might as well make an impression, right? Dara's excited. Uh-huh. Um, I mean, hip-hop is, like, my, like, fourth favorite invention in the history of man. So, so what are your... One through three. Uh, I have to ask. Oh, good. Yeah, I'm glad you asked. Um, <laughs> I'm inviting a tangent, I guess. <laughs> All right, so my favorite inventions. Number one, um, of course, the wheel. Okay, fair. Um, the internet. Okay, um, good one. And then, hmm, probably Bread. Well, even though it's more like an interpolation, because I guess with bread, because wheat already exists, but it's just the way it was made. Because originally, you can't just eat wheat. So bread above hip hop. Hip hop was next, but I'm saying bread above hip hop, just because you have to eat. You know what I'm saying? Eat faster, like you know, because we can't eat seeds. But um, we could eat seeds, but it'd take a long time, right? Um, but no, I I I do, I do chug a war. You love bread, like Oprah. (laughs) 
it's, it's between bread and hip hop. I would I, when I first thought of this um, uh, about two weeks ago, because um, I think about a lot of yeah. Stuff, I was like, where did this come from? Like, I just I said it, so I thought of it, right? And I just was I asked somebody, what are the three greatest inventions to them? And I uh, told them number three was hip hop to me, like the will, <laughs> the internet, and then so hip hop. So it depends on the day. So <laughs> probably today it's number four. Yesterday today is it was number, number four. Three. Yeah, because it's that time of year when everybody's eating everything so maybe i'm thinking that bread is fair i guess as somebody who tries to say fairly low carb i would have to put hip-hop above bread i like that yeah and i would like like you said depending it's on delicious. the season because right now carbs usually i'm carb low carb but you know right now mm. carbs don't even anyway this has nothing to do with <laughs> let's get back into the person all. all right but you had to ask i did i mean can I, I ask a, you what your three are? I don't have a favorite in, like inventions. I don't know. You don't know? I don't sit around having this conversation. You don't have to sit around. That just, is a uniquely oh. Dare thing. I, I'll I, get back to you in a few weeks. No worries. Okay. <laughs> I will take that. But yes, so Saba um, on Grey, like the hook and the ver- that last verse are my favorite parts of the song. Mm-hmm. Great verse. Now, <clears throat> I chose another one and it's not fully a hip hop song, but it has one of my favorite hip hop Artist. And like this one, this particular MC is like the god of this whole practice. Okay. So much so that I was wanting to leave him off. Just like wordplay. Okay. I wanted to leave him off because he was just so obvious, but I wasn't having it. So go ahead. Yeah, yeah. I'm just, you know, on my boss shit right now. <laughs> yeah, go for it. Um, so yeah, there's a song on um Erica Badu's I think it's her. Is it like a mixtape technically, or is mm-hmm. it actually an album? It was, I believe, it was a mixtape. The one that had like a all phone sp- down on it, right? Yeah, it was all the the speakers and what is it called? But you can't use my phone. Is that the name of it? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, and it's a lot of great songs it's on a there. It's a mixtape. Yeah, and um, there's a song that. Kind of interpolates uh, "Hello, It's Me" by Isley Brothers, mm-hmm. and song. it's it is, and um, and she pretty much just interpolates the song, like mm-hmm. the, the lyrics and everything. However, it starts off with Andre Three Thousand mm-hmm. doing his thug thizzle. <laughs> I'm literally face palming because you guys can't see me, but yes, I yes. said thug thizzle. Yes, that. I did in 2019. He said thug thizzle. Yeah, am I, am I dating myself a little bit with that one? Mm-hmm. Oh, it's man. like back in the day when Snoop Dogg had a TV show on MTV. Oh, he used to say that. That's right, because that's yeah. the Izzle, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. That's, that's how far back we're going yeah. right now. Well, but- I mean, I said it to my very hip younger brother. Shout out Moon Rock Mont. And he was like, that's dope. So since, you know, he's in his early 20s, I figure it's coming back. Um, That's my disclaimer. All right. So, uh, <laughs> um, so yeah. So, yeah, he... He he does this thing on the on, on the beginning of this, and um, okay, you just gotta hear this. Leave your phone unlocked and right side up. Walk out the room without throwing your bitch off balance. It's either on or off, ain't no in between when it's valid. I seem to wanna talk more and more about what really matters. I've seen my aura hop out my torso and hit her backwards. Flip watching you skip down my corridor, fuck a ballad. Don't need shit on the side no more, I just know fuck a salad. I often have awesome thoughts of tossing this softer palette. So when we fall, any wall, any stall, any crawl, any pause, any scar, any tar, any dog, we'll dissolve, kill them all, build a bear, build them all, build 
it where it won't fall, give it all, give it my all, yeah. Don't wear any draws, any bra, any more, in it raw, in it raw, I'm in all, I'm involved, coming law, coming all, stomach wall, Kermit Frog, jump off London fog, bridges in the midst of call, girls, my woman calls, unicorn. So that was dope. Yeah. And I mean. As we played it, I learned that the Isley Brothers actually remade Hello, It's Me. That wasn't their song. It really wasn't, huh? It was uh, Todd Rungeon. Okay. Never heard of him before. Rungeon or is that I'm with sure a J or a G? With a G. Okay. I'm sure he's very popular. I just don't know him. But uh yeah. yeah, I think that's pretty tight. Yeah, I mean the first time I heard I've only heard the Isaac. I same. Brothers. I just learned that just now. Yeah. Talk about music and learning. So See? yeah, we're trying to share with the people, you know what I mean? Hopefully, you know, it's knowledge. So um but what I really liked about it is I mean, I really didn't like um he didn't have to use the B word necessarily, I felt like, but mm-hmm. You know, so be it. But I really felt like he was just being his self and, you know, mixing in, like, that whole, like, player savagery with, like, mm-hmm. you know, also trying to be connected and balanced with his woman. You know what I mean? Like, right. open. And I appreciated it when it came out because I was, like, really focusing on that in my personal life and being, mm-hmm. like, open and stuff like that. And I think it was great. You know, he, he said, just leave your phone Right side up and walk out the room without throwing your girl off balance. Mm-hmm. Try it. Right. Because I, at, up until that point, I probably wouldn't have. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And I was like, what? So you chose a song for personal reasons. Because I feel I like it's a it good personally. first. But, I mean, we talking like he, I would have gone with the Throw Some D's remix. He or the Unk, or the Unk Walk It Out remix. Yeah, exactly. Um, I mean, we, we I think we... He has so many. Right. So I'm kind of surprised that of them you chose... Well, I also banned you from playing uh, what's it called? International Players Anthem because we played that already. Yeah. And International Players Anthem is one of his best because yeah. he used the CC. <laughs> I, I mean, CC this, that we I don't did. have to get into it because we've done it already. Yeah, Check yeah. out our guest uh, uh, yeah, he, episode. He, yeah, yeah, exactly. He was <laughs> on that one. But yeah, so that's also it's good to hear why you chose it. Yeah, I mean, so I was curious. Yeah, because I don't think it's his best. It's not bad, but it's not his best. It's not. No, it's not I don't even think top it's, ten. Yeah, I, I, I mean. do think when I play it, mm-hmm. I have played it like around people, just playing music. We were all playing music or whatever mm-hmm. with like friends or in a car with people. They're just like, "Oh, that is jamming." I didn't know that was around mm-hmm. because this mixtape was not like widely spread among like pop culture. You know, no, no, it hit number fourteen on the charts, which is kind of crazy because <sighs> it's a mixtape. I, I mean, I guess I mean you know she always hits though. Yeah. I could never like she always drops something. I just felt like people did when I play it. It's just my reaction from the pe- the reaction of the people that I play it. Mm-hmm. They're just like, oh wow, Andre's on that one. Wow, okay, that's crazy good. You yeah. know what I mean? And I just I just thought it was just really funny for him to say what he said on it because yeah. <laughs> it was so on point. Right during the Very time relatable. where people were like, oh, you can't see my phone. Like, right. you know what I mean? Stuff Full like, out arguments over phones. <laughs> completely. <Ridiculous. laughs> so sad. Don't argue over that if you can help it. Like, just, I don't know, whatever. I won't get into it. <laughs> I know, I know. All right. So, so back to you. We're going to ping pong it back to you. You picked one. Yeah. Rhapsody. Uh, Rhapsody uh, had an amazing year. Um, Her album Eve was just, I mean, the title itself, right? Mm-hmm. She's referencing Eve from Adam and Eve. Mm-hmm. But she also referencing Eve, first lady of the Rough Riders. That's crazy. Yeah. Because the entire album is about black women who have been powerful in some sense. Yeah. Yeah, and it's that album. Oh my, 
I'm going to just say what I said earlier yeah. when we were just talking. I was like, Rhapsody, to me, has never missed. Mm-hmm. You know, for at least the last three years where she's been just like, for since, what, 2016? Yeah. When I've really been like diving into her music. Mm-hmm. Um, she does have Ninth Wonder, which is fantastic. Right. You know, by her side. And he, you know, she did speak on how he <laughs> forced her to wait mm-hmm. when she was wanting to put out music. And right. it's like, just wait. And he gave her like assignments and mm-hmm. and she just dove into it, being from like a small town, North Carolina, and then like mm-hmm. really just diving in. It's just really cool, man. Like Yeah, you know, I mean, she's just so good. Like it's just listen just, to how she puts words together. It's, she's one of the best lyricists. She's gonna go it's a like, gift. Yeah. In in the history of hip hop, I think, you know, you, you have people that come around and they're generational. Mm-hmm. And she's by far generational. Yeah, like I don't think she'll ever have like this humongous commercial success, but I think she'll just continue to be consistent. Yeah, she's clearly one of the best. I mean, think about when I think of her, um, I can, you know, if I'm going to compare her to other MCs that happen to be women, probably it's going to be the only one I could even think of like comparing her with, to her would be uh, MC Light, maybe. You know what I mean? Um, mm, I would say more of like a, more visible Jean Grey. Okay. I like that. Because I don't think Rhapsody's rap style is anything like MC Light's. I, I think the depth of some of her stuff. Like, well, MC Light was definitely more... Because she was during an era in hip-hop where it was just very... You know, mm-hmm. she was still the braggadocio and just like rolling with the beat. Right. But she did have songs like Poor Georgie and things like that. That were, I still disagree because I feel like... Well, I don't disagree she had those, but I feel mm-hmm. like that's Rhapsody's base. That's, that's who she is. Don't make songs that are just like to party to. You may be able to... Two steps to some of her songs. I mean, but that's not the purpose. Like the one we chose has a great like right. That and then that song that she did with like <laughs> with Mac Miller was crazy. It right. was really cool. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And she recently did another song, like did a song with like D'Angelo and mm-hmm. and you know, gives it over the Liquid Tours beat. Yeah. So I mean, you're right. Yeah, she's all 100 hip hop in at his core. Mm-hmm. Like if you, I I do like to see that and like no matter who it is that's talking about hip hop at this point. You got, she is a generational talent. She's like one of those people that you're like, whoa, like can't miss her. Right. Um, I mean, even like I said, the theme of this album is so great. I didn't know that was a theme. Every though. single track is named after an influential black woman. So there's a track called Whoopi. Mm-hmm. There's a track called Oprah. There's a track called um, Aaliyah. Mm. There's one called Maya after Maya Angelou. Mm-hmm. And uh, the one we're going to play is called Serena. <sighs> oh, my God. Exactly. And she kind of gets into what each of those women represents to her mm-hmm. within the songs. So if you, and this is a great like one to like, like first like a closing song. Well, like, we're not done, but okay. Oh, <laughs> I, I just jumped around, but we're not done. Oh, we skipped it. <laughs> yeah, we can go back to it. Okay. Right. Right. <laughs> but no, I I I think it's great um, that she she named all of these songs after influential black women. Not only is it intriguing and, and and if you are at all interested in music and art at all, you're gonna wanna listen to it because mm-hmm. you're gonna hear her you wanna hear her take on why she chose these names mm-hmm. for the songs. Right. And then when you listen to them, you're gonna be like, oh my God. Like, I'm gonna tell you, man, this uh Rhapsody is on point. But yeah, good choice, Serena. Let's ch- listen to the verse that you chose. And that's your life, Giovanni wrote it. Nick Gee, that's a real poet. Black life, we still going. They mad, we still flowing. Black joy, euphoria. We want to smile like Gloria. That's whole mama. We're the mom, mama. That's the mother load. Mothership, motherland. It's the mother shit. 90s flick, 96. Set it all. Boom, J to P with the box braids. If I ain't squeezed, that's RIP. Please kill the noise. If it's God given, it can't be destroyed. 
That's it. That's pretty dope. Yeah, right? I love how all the references in here, not all of them, a lot of them are related to black women. She talks about Harriet Tubman, Nikki Giovanni, um, Gloria, as in Gloria Carter, Jay-Z's mom, and Jada Pinkett from Set Set It Off. Mm -hmm. Um, So, yeah, I mean, that was great. And um, she also mentions Black Joy Euphoria, which Mm -hmm. I thought was awesome because that's what came out when the show was coming out, too. Oh, yeah? So, yeah, so it's not just like Euphoria as a synonym for joy, but also referencing the TV show, which is just so clever. She she doesn't miss. Yeah. I, I um I'm gonna actually go back and listen to the entire album. Um I remember It's also going, pretty cool that she sorry to cut you off, but it's also here. pretty cool that she sampled uh Uncle Luke. Yeah, that don't Brown. stop getting <laughs> It's just funny because like Uncle Luke is so known for like degrading women, right? Well, is it really degrading women? You're gonna argue with me that I'm not arguing, I'm asking. <laughs> I, and I'm asking Absolutely. a woman. I mean, because you you already expressed how you feel. I get mm-hmm. that. Um I mean I guess the sexual repression part of it, right? It's like because you're putting them in a box and like only saying like one thing, like face down, like you know, yeah, face down, ass up, hoochie yeah. mama, this that, yeah. like that's just degrading. I follow. I understand the argument, the freedom of expression argument, and right. these women were were going out there voluntarily, and a lot of people were like trying to censor him in mm-hmm. in the in the wake of freedom of speech and mm-hmm. movies that had way more degradation in them. Mm-hmm. Um, subtle degradation even, and that's freedom of speech. So, right. I mean... Uh, well, I guess what I'm saying... But is I'm the, sorry, the, that's a tangent. The dichotomy bad. of yeah. somebody who is so uplifting to black women and using the sample yeah. of a song that is the opposite was just really interesting to me. It's just like Shauna using Too Short for Getting Some Head. I love that song. Yeah, I that's mean, probably same one of thing. Her, that's my, one of my... Not, I'm not going to say like in a in a concrete way, like that's her best song. But for me, I thought it was great. I love that song. Do you, how many Shauna songs do you know? Come on now, stop it. <laughs> <laughs> no. We're not getting into Shauna right now. I don't even know. I, not getting into Shauna. Ooh, what I say? I cracked myself up at your, at your expense. <laughs> Damn, really? <laughs> Calling me out. Okay. Uh, uh, my feelings. Oh, man. No, but I, I do love Shauna. Anyway, moving on. But yeah, so that's Rhapsody. And then the song we'll end on is just a goofy song because we need more laughter in our lives, right? Yeah, I think so. And you chose... Hip Hop Quotables by Ludacris. And Ludacris is like uh, kind of an undertone comedy rapper to me. Mm-hmm. Like he he's always funny. And he stays with the punchlines. Yeah. I mean, he just it just never stops with him. He's yeah. always done that since he started. Mm-hmm. Um, but he's always had these really funny deliveries that sometimes you had to listen to twice. And great visuals to match too. Mm, yeah, especially like what he did with the... <laughs> Um, with the mini me of the uh, <laughs> what's the movie? Why am I, why am I, why am I Austin going Powers. Blank? Austin Powers. Yeah. yeah, that was so good. The he references him spot. in this song. In this song too. Yeah, Lim One Spot, and he makes a reference, but not in the verse I'm gonna play. But he mentions mini me in this song too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is some and chicken and beer. A, a midget on his on his neck, like because how big it's his hanging chain from my was. necklace. Yeah, yep, I remember. Uh, <laughs> that was a uh, stand up. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's great. Yeah, Ludacris came in at a time where he just he he kind of really owned the spotlight for a while. Like, oh yeah, I was talking to my friend this morning about uh, Ludacris and how his first two or three albums went three times platinum. Yes, and then one after that went twice platinum. Mm-hmm. Like that was also just Back a great for the first time time to be in music. Period. Chicken and beer. Yeah, that's what this is from. This is from Chicken and Beer, um, which is 03. And you know, and back for the first back not, back for the first time. You know, it was really cool because they tried to call that like a debut because he had a mixtape called Incognito mm-hmm. that was also really great. Mm-hmm. Great beats, Back great bass DJ. Mm-hmm. And I, I like that album. So, mm-hmm. I mean, if it's findable online, I mean, I urge people to listen to it. It's great. Yeah. 
Um, and I found it after back for the first time. I was like, oh, incognito. Of course. How, you know, that's how it usually works. Yeah. You go do your research, then you stumble upon their yeah, old stuff. Sometimes sure. it's good, sometimes it's not. <laughs> exactly. His was good. Depending on, yeah, how your channel is. Like sometimes, you know, if you just feed into artists, you find them early. Mm-hmm. And that's always fun. Especially yeah, nowadays. Bragging rights for that's eternity. What that's what we do. I was listening to Drake back when he was on MySpace. <laughs> yeah. I wasn't. I mean, my, my younger brother was. Yeah. I wasn't. I was like, oh, Drake? He's like, he's going to be awesome. He's going to be the best. I was like, all right. Yep. We'll see. And then he gave, and then he was. was. <laughs> yep. <laughs> like, dude is dope. Um, but yeah, um, before we close out, man, we we always have to uh mention who we might have left off. Because, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, we're a podcast to talk about like what we actually like. And it's usually like kind of off the a little bit of freestyle because we, you know, we just don't want to go too deep into like trying to like be too technical. We want to think about like what we liked and people that, you know. That like songs that represent our generation, you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's a, a loads of like we mentioned throughout, like like choosing that Andre three thousand song. Mm-hmm. There's loads of other tracks where he oh, of course rips it up. And same with Rhapsody, she rips up a lot of a lot of songs, mm-hmm. other tracks. Um, but like rappers we didn't play, uh, J Cole mm-hmm. for starters. Like in the last twenty years, he's been that whole class, like J Cole, Wale. Kendrick. Yeah. Big Sean, even. Big Sean's in like, there. Yeah. And like, there's one that we left off that I was like really teetering on. It was um, uh, No Hands, Wale's verse on No Hands. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it was just such a big song that I like really can't stand to hear it anymore. Yeah. Yeah. And that's that's <laughs> kind of the reason because I was like, I see every time I've, I've heard it like in a bar or a party or something like that, everybody's rapping his verse. Yeah. And so I'm like, ah, no, nah, I mean. Like I was in. In college, when that song came out, so you know I heard it every five seconds. Yeah, yeah, because <laughs> y'all party like every five seconds. I mean, I went to state school. Yeah. <laughs> um. So and then of course uh, Royce, the five nine, and Eminem. You know, mm. um, of course Eminem is a little older, but I think Royce and him come out of the same like uh, like ecosystem kind of. Yeah, like, I mean, literally they, what, same studio. Yeah, they're from, like, like really the good friends mm-hmm. and really really good. Mm-hmm. Even together when they made like. Like Bad vs. Evil or mm-hmm. something that the tape they made together, um, and uh, of course Rakim, the originator. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, not the originator of the rapper. I mean, like Rakim, yep. the original lyricist. Don't sweat technique. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, speaking of, I did tell you that I just finished his book. Yes. Right. Did you enjoy it? I did. I thought it was. You a book. don't sound very sure about. That. I okay. So I say that I felt like it was a little embellished. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? On some points because he he kind of wrote it. Rakim, like he, that's all Dari is talking. That's not Lizzie. I love Rakim. <laughs> Man, I took you know I took pictures at the Annenberg with his jacket. Come on now, you don't know what I'm talking about. You know what I'm saying? Contact high. If y'all missed it, too bad. You know what I mean? Um. <laughs> anyway, yeah, like um his um the way he told the story in his book I felt like he was bouncing around in timelines mm-hmm. so it was a little bit hard to follow in some chapters I mm-hmm. felt like oh okay so now we're back to when you were 13 right not when you, you were joining Islam you know what I mean mm-hmm. so he did go back and forth but it was really great I thought it was really great for like artists to listen to like rappers mm-hmm. coming up because he really broke down how he got into it and I really like how he ex- explicitly explained how he wrote some songs yeah you know what I mean Tight. and I thought that was great um but uh, let's see who else. Biggie, oh Biggie, yeah, sure. Um, uh, I'm I even 
Jadakiss has some verses that I really like. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I mean, this is honestly just part of being an MC. And that's what I was gonna get to. There's I'm so just glad levels to it. doing it. Right. And 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 some it and like it's a copycat art form. Mm-hmm. So when someone drops a really awesome verse, it's usually them being a little bit risque. They mm-hmm. might be taking a risk and like you know going outside the pocket, you know. Mm-hmm. And it is a risk because sometimes rappers go outside the pocket and it doesn't sound right. You right. Know? And it might be an artist with a tremendous platform, and you're just like, ah, oh, that track he tried that ain't it <laughs> didn't come right. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then sometimes they go out of it and it becomes a major hit and it sets a trend and a whole trajectory that goes in a different direction. You right. Know what I mean? So. But there's there's loads of rappers, so we, we definitely miss. Less, less, I mean, we didn't mention anybody from the Wu Tang Clan. The, yeah, the entire Wu Tang. Yeah, those are just a. Oh my god, he's the one that sets it off. He starts mm-hmm. every everything. Um, I mean, we can go on and yeah, on. yeah, that's an episode in itself. Let's yeah, just... so let's not like go on mentioning like every yep. rapper that we like because there's gonna, thousands of them. Just gonna thank everybody for listening again. Yes, uh, yes, I actually did the My Black is Transnational podcast a few days ago. So that should be dropping in a few weeks. My Black is Transnational with Uh, Dr. Kaliche Lambert. mm -hmm. My Black is Transnational. mm -hmm. I like that. So did he give you any insight? That should come out within the next week or two. Oh, nice. Maybe we should be updating our Instagram, I guess, when it comes out. We're going to have to. (laughs) Yeah. We're going to have to get back on it for everyone. Um, Do you have any insight to, like, his title? Like, you know, any insight to the episode? It'll be called Let's Gist. Okay. Featuring me. <laughs> nice. So With all your letters and accolades. <laughs> <laughs> we get into that because it's partially about being Nigerian. So Oh, th- yeah. Yeah, exactly. So it comes You should up. have me on there. It's a Nigerian <laughs> with no letters. <laughs> <laughs> well, when he whenever he comes to LA, we'll try and get him a beer. Oh yeah, because I was in Chicago, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. That's what's up. Yeah. Nice. Cool. I'm gonna listen to that and everybody else should too. And so, follow yeah. us at Versecast. At Versecast, we're gonna get back active. When you're listening to this, you'll probably see us making posts and everything. And uh, yeah, we're back at it. And we'll see you on the next one. Yeah. Enjoy Ludacris. Close to the end so your parents can come push me. I curse so much just to get on their nerves. I got kids acting a fool from the traps to the birds. My filthy mouth, it won't fight cavities or beat black. So I shot the tooth fairy and took my old teeth back. I'll take a shit on the equator the size of a crater and make government officials breathe harder than Darth Vader. It's the chicken and the beer that makes Luda keep rapping. But no pork on my fork, I don't even speak pig Latin. I go fishing on my lake with your bitches to bait. Plus I eat many MCs, but I don't gain no weight The number one chief rocker, clean out your rap lockers I'm as stiff as a board, y'all more shook than maracas But my tricks ain't for kids, if you dig them, you'll get smacked I'll clock ya, I'll spring forward, you fall back Every album that I drop has got more than ten bangers That's cause I'm a shot caller, y'all fools is crank yankers